The ideas and content in this podcast are our own and do not reflect the views or opinions of any current or previous employers. And she said, what? And I said, you asked if I had anything after work. Why? What's up? And she goes, nothing. And I said, okay. And she goes, why did you ask me that like a jerk? <laughs> and I said, huh? What? I wasn't. I, w- I wasn't sure you understood me. And she goes, I understood. And I just said, I love you. She said, I understand you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong with that, man. Yeah, well, of course you don't. You're a jerk, too. I'm a jerk, too. I know. I, I know and I don't, uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I can, I can totally see. Yeah, I can see her side. I get it. She just said it on the phone. Read your text back again. Tell me if you're not a jerk. Dude, you're, you're not, not a jerk. jerk. I'm not a jerk. I'm just stupid. There's a difference. There's a difference, man. Yeah. You know, guys just don't pick up on that shit. Man. They, don't, <laughs> they don't. They don't know. <laughs> anyway, or let's. Uh, you know what I want to talk about today? What? I want to talk about owning your job site. So I, I'll tell you a quick story. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm out on a job site. Well, a couple couple things have happened in the past few days that, are, that kind of brought this up because I really want to talk about um, taking ownership or being not necessarily taking ownership of the job site, but setting expectations on the job site and then maintaining those expectations. So two things happened recently this morning. I was on the job site and I see a guy now, dude, this job site, there's uh, all kinds of stuff going on. They're putting infrastructure in. So there's utilities going in. There's, you know, we're putting sewer laterals in. we're, you know, we've got three houses going. There's in the, just the vicinity I was standing in, there were three bulldozers all working and a, a couple of loaders and a couple of trucks all working around these three houses that I'm building. Wow. Um, I mean, in a tight proximity. And I see a whole group of guys, none of them wearing hard hats. And I'm a safety guy, man. I, I'm a safety guy. So I walk over and I'm like, hey, you guys need to put your hard hats on. Now they're working inside the house, inside one of the houses. And the guy, and I, I was like passing by and I said, hey, you guys need to put your hard hats on uh, right now. I walked to my car, grabbed some stuff that I needed because I was having a pre-con with the county. And I, I start walking back over and the guy goes, hey, uh, was this you're saying about hard hats? And I said, oh, put what? It on. I said, what I said was put it on, repeat it. Yeah, put it on. <laughs> All of you, you need hard hats. Yeah. And, he, and he goes, well, we're working inside. Uh, why do you think we need a hard hat? And I, I, I stopped. I looked at him and I had to stop talking as a bulldozer went by because he couldn't hear me. And I look at the bulldozer, I look at all the houses, and I look back at him, and he goes, oh, don't give me any kind of attitude about this, man. And I said, buddy, you either put your hard hat on and your crew, or you get in your truck and you're leaving. That's it. Yeah, it's not enough. I said, I got zero tolerance on this job site. And by the way, you drove past a sign on your way in that said, hard hats, hard mandatory. hats yeah. mandatory. And the guy goes, okay, okay, I'll just, okay. I'll put them on. He's like, well, I mean, we don't have enough for the whole crew. And I was like, well, then whoever doesn't have one better get in the truck and get off my job site. And he's like, I'll go get some. And he did. He jumped in his truck, drove to a hardware store, bought some hard hats or whatever. But I was thinking about it, and I'm like, this is the beginning of the job. Right. You know, and setting that, the standard. Setting the standard, setting the expectation. And, you know, I went and found the construction manager, and I was like, hey, dude, these guys aren't wearing And he was wearing his hard hat, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I said, hey, man, got some guys over there not wearing a hard hat. I just told him, get off the job site or get some hard hats. And he laughed and uh, because he's he's uh, he's on board with it. Yeah, He's course. like, yeah, got it. He's like, I'll make sure. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But I was, at, I was doing a site inspection, you know, on the other side of the planet. 
and uh, every single house I went into. It was so bad that I caught two dudes smoking inside a home. I found another guy using a chandelier as a coat rack, which I, this wasn't even this wasn't even my job. Right. I started throwing people out of the house. I was like, get out, food trash all over the place, Romex, um, you know, so I had trash from the electrician, painter, drywall, um, food trash from a bunch of, you know, who knows what, a bunch of HVAC guys. One HVAC worker was standing on trash. He was using it to reach up. I was putting like a vent cover on or something. You Standing mean, on garbage. You mean like a ladder? Yeah, like a ladder made out of garbage. <laughs> you know, and it com- it comes down to nobody there, nobody is holding anybody accountable right. on that job site. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't do that because, you know, it's it's weird because I, I went to like a, a, like a large job site where there are multiple um, different products on the same job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went to the first one. It was like um, Goldilocks. You know, first one <laughs> was a little bit trashy. <laughs> Second one was a little bit unsafe, and the third one was just right. And here comes Damien. He is going to huff and puff. Uh, yeah, and dude. And blow up your. I'm whole like world. the I'm like the meanest goddamn Goldilocks you're ever gonna come across. That's so. so I'm like the bear. Right. So, you know, I go in there, but it's it's just, it's it really struck me that, you know, you can be, you can have different guys that work for, like, the same organization and all have different standards right. of, uh, like, job site standards. And it can be drastic. And the, and the contractors will go from job to job, even though it's maybe the same organization, and have a completely different attitude when they get onto that job, depending on how it's run and that's the expectations that are set by the person that's supposed to be in charge. Right. And like you said, you set those expectations up front so that everybody on the job knows. And that yeah. way, when you're not looking, they are following the rules. That's, yeah. that's the at least the end goal. For sure. And, you know, it's, it's funny, man, because I was in... Uh, but that's true of anything, right? It's true of anything. You're managing anything. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You can be working in the office and have a couple of people who do a job for you. And it's like, the, what time you show up, what time you leave, what time you take yeah. a break, yeah. how much work you get done each day. You set the standard and don't accept a, you know, C-minus effort. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I'm expected to put out A-pluses all the time. All the time. And I can't, I can't. You know what? You always get the 70% of all the things that you've asked for and you have to figure out how to turn it into an A plus you, over and over again. You know, it's funny, man. When I was in high school, I was the worst student. I cared about lifting weights right. and having a good time. Right. And that was pretty much it. And yeah. it's funny because when I'm with my own kids and they're like, oh, and I needed money for that. So I did learn some work ethic along the way. Well, I had a job, man. So I went to school five days a week and worked two days a week. And, uh, you know, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, basically, I worked all weekend so they could play to pay to play Monday through Friday. <laughs> anyway. Right. But it's funny because I look at the, um, my, you know, the, the work. My kids, my kid gets a C or D or whatever on assignment. I'm like, you're fired. It's the first thing I think. Right. You're fired. You just get yourself fired from school. Right. But. Because this is your job now. Because this is your job. You know, it's, it's weird because as you, as you get older, you know, you, I guess you mature. I don't know. But it, it's just... I hear that's a thing. I hear I, that some people do that. Jen, Jen is still waiting for me. She's like, when are you going to grow up? 
I'm like, eventually. <clears throat> I'm sure it'll happen <laughs> right before I'm dead. Right before I'm dead. I hope you're around to see it. So, anyway, it's, uh, I, I just think that, and you nailed it, you know, setting that expectation right up front. Right. If you want a, a successful job, so we've talked about pre-construction planning, we've talked about all this stuff, but really holding, setting the expectations and maintaining them, maintaining them probably the hardest part of the job. Right. You know, because you got to do it constantly. And you have to set the example. If you're out there with no hard at home yelling at people, then you're not going to get, you're not going to get the respect, and you're not going to end up with the results. Yeah, man. You know, it's funny you say that because it's. I, I so I finished talking to this guy, and I go walking in to meet this uh, construction manager, and he's standing there with a pad of paper, a pencil, and a freaking hard hat on. And I was that like, "Guy's in charge." He's in charge. I was like, "God, look at this guy leading by example." Mm-hmm. I was super impressed. Yeah, I got some guys that do that. <laughs> yep i'm sure all your guys do it uh-huh yep everyone awesome it's a, it's just important so hey, you know what a great question somebody asked me recently is how do i feel about they're like damon how do you feel about diversity in construction management and i said diversity in construction management have you ever been to a job site it's the it's the united nations right there are people from every country on the planet on every job site it's 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 incredible of course you, you know because they were like oh i thought it was just a bunch of white guys and i was like well, what are you talking about <laughs> they're like yeah white guys and hispanics and i'm like you're out of your mind it's not true at all it's not true it's at not all true at all actually there's you know we will see you know different nationalities of people setting up in different businesses and it's mainly because family starts businesses and then they hire people that they know and yeah. that sort of thing but i mean what? Not yeah, only that, definitely. dude, I find that, uh, you know, when you go out on the job site, since we're talking about diversity, um, every culture is represented there. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is a lot of times it, the people that work out there with all these different cultures will actually be immersed in other cultures. Um, right. And like I know personally, there's a ton of stuff I know about other cultures that I never would have known had I not been working in this business in this business right. with them day to day because even just the way some people eat lunch you know and the food that they eat um it's pretty impressive dude i really like the fact that there's so much diversity in construction not only that i was talking to a uh, uh a woman a couple days ago and she said uh you know we were i mentioned to her i was like you know 65 percent of construction management uh as a Profession, the construction industry, anyway, or female, and she said, "Where are they?" <laughs> she, we were on the job site, and I said, "We're talking about." It. And she goes, "I don't see any here." And I said, "Well, you just have to take my word for it." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, I've seen plenty of female construction managers. Definitely, um, definitely, dude. They're what, everywhere. What you're talking about also is just playing the industry. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, there's more females in our, in our regional office than mm-hmm. i think there are dudes right well you know what's funny dude when i when i see a female construction manager I isn't am... it funny that i feel more comfortable saying females but i'm totally all right calling them dudes was that a thing what i don't know whatever i just i, I just don't want to say anything i, I, I do taken as offensive i can't um you know what you, you would have to say the worst thing in the to offend me <laughs> it would yeah, have to be yeah, pretty bad that's really true like i don't think i get offended really easy no no, I can no. tell. I, 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 yeah, I can tell you. I've said some pretty. Offensive I get angry things. quick, but that's different. That's weird. Um, oh my I'll gosh! I'll tell you what, man. That's not like. I, I think that 
if if you were uh you know, if, if, if you spoke a number of different languages, mm-hmm. if you came from a different culture, that would have, that would have a, like a, like a good impact during an interview or, you know, if you can see it from other perspectives, you can relate to different types of people. Maybe that, uh, like me, a white boy from the Northeast, you know, I've been here my whole life. Yeah, but you were in the army, dude. You've been all I, over the world. You know what I mean? I mean, th- my point is that there's a lot of guys that haven't done that, that oh. have been doing this their whole life. They've been around the same type of people in their own neighborhood their whole life. Yeah. I think that it that wouldn't even – it would be a good thing. It wouldn't be a factor that I would even consider. I, you you know, if you're qualified to do the job, oh, come diverse. out and do the job. Yeah, I'd love to see more diversity in construction management. Yeah. You know? Well, there's a ton, man. I did a bunch of reviews the other day, and uh... – there was there, there, no two teams looked the same. Yeah, put it that way. That's true. You know, and I was like, right on. There's lots of diversity here. Right. So there's way more than people get. People, then they think of construction and they think fat, old, white guys. Right. There's a lot of those. There's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not really the case, man, especially with the My white. crew is, is like a bunch of white guys, but they're from all different walks of life. And yeah. they're different ages and they've got different levels of experience and they all bring a little something different to the Dude, table. Not mine. We got, uh, we've quite a uh, diverse mix, which That's is good. pretty cool. Um, but I will tell you, you know, with the, with the, the way the construction industry is changing, um, you know, it's different. It's, it's just different. There's so much technology involved. There's so much, um, um, I don't know how to, really describe it there's just it's not the same so construction management today is not the same as it was 20 years ago when i got into it not at all not at all and i think it's a good thing you know because it's it's go it's becoming less a um i shouldn't say less it's becoming a very uh customer service oriented position i think sure because with the with the because anybody can run work and make sure that a guy's here and Scream at him if he's late. You know no, only I mean? the elite can do that, Jason. <laughs> well, some of us do it way better than others. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know, I used to have a guy tell me that he's like, "If you just run the schedule, this is a monkey job." I, like, I, don't, I disagree you, with that. If you if you're just a scheduler and you're not a builder, we've talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is not a brainless task where you just say, "Hey, look, A is supposed to be here at this location, so I'm gonna call A and make sure they show up here, and yeah. then they're done by then." Like that's not the way this works. The, the the truth is, you have to own it, and you have to live it, and you have to believe in it. Um, you know, if you're just a scheduler, then hey, can I tell you I took your advice uh, yesterday? Oh, that sounds risky. day before yesterday. You know what I was doing? I was looking at so a while ago. You said uh, you're talking about inspecting a house, mm-hmm. and you said uh, that house has a has four sides and it has a basement and a backyard and mm-hmm. all that. So I walked in. I like poked my head in the house, and I wasn't going to go in. I was like, "Oh, I see what's going on in here." And then I heard your voice. <laughs> this house has four. This sides. house has four sides and an exterior and a basement. And I was like, "Hmm, you know what? Let me just walk in this house." So I walked all, right. all the way in, all the way to the back, looked out the back door. <laughs> it's like a pit like a garbage can exploded <laughs> i was like oh oh yeah, good thing i looked in here it's like thanks jason right hey look there's lots of guys that drive their truck by <laughs> they see a van in the driveway they check that box yeah dude you know hey they got one more day if they're here tomorrow i'm gonna check that second box and mm. then we're on to the next day 
Dude, I followed a laborer the other day. I don't know how that worked. I'm out. In, I'm insane. <laughs> I wanted to see that they were working. Spot checking, man. It's a thing. Yeah, big fat dude. I saw him smoking, and I was like, "What? Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go clean this house." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And I pretended like I was doing something else, and he got in the truck and he drove off. So I followed him. He got out, started smoking another cigarette. I was like, "You son of a bitch! I got you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's some of that too, you know. I, not everybody's cut out to work with nobody watching them, for sure. You know, I, I was actually just talking to a guy we work with, and I was telling the story about my son working at, at at a friend's house and how he's 15 at the time, and him and his buddy are doing a really hard job and they're mm-hmm. working real, really long time. And boy, I must have said, all right, keep moving. I must have said that 500 times over the course of two days while he was doing this job. He was making good, good money doing it, but he needs to hear that in his ear Yeah, to keep focused because otherwise like a dog with a puffy tail run by and he'd get distracted. And <laughs> well, I know, be way off, I, way I know, I know one of the houses he was working in and, and your boy got some, some, uh, some oh, yeah. kudos. You got <laughs> yeah. some kudos that from that something. dude. That's what I'm talking about, too. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was a pretty crazy job slopping out a pond. Did he get any? Uh, has he gotten his car yet or no? No, he's not driving yet. He still has his learners. That's so weird. Is he 16? He's 16. Yeah, you can't get your license when you're 16. You can't. I think in Virginia, it's like it's like 15 and eight months. You're eligible to like take the learners test, and then you have to have your learners permit for like six months or something minimum you hear something crazy so i took i had to take uh one of my kids my oldest male child to traffic court um because you know he's gotten a million tickets anyway that's not here we were traffic court and i've been in traffic court in a long time and before they started they did a bunch of bail hearings like on video yeah, I've seen that before. Dude, I've done a lot of traffic court in my day. I've never seen that. I'm sitting there, and they got these. It's like a dude in a striped suit, and he's like, this person mauled the police while being questioned about yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Dude, the, the judge just, he didn't let anybody out. Because they were trying to set bail, and he's like, nope, nope, nope. He's like, you're, uh, so one time he, he looks at a guy, and he goes, society is better off with you right where you are. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he's holy like, crap. Let's see uh, that yeah. Edwards guy get up here. Well, one guy tries to talk to him, and he goes, I'm not talking to you. Take him away. And the guard came over and like, come on, let's go. I couldn't believe it. I was like, it's the first time I'd seen it. I'm sitting there with my Your son. kid's like shaking in his boots. Oh, I was like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. What do you think of that? All those guys. I told you to study. I'm like, that guy ran a stop sign. <laughs> now he's in prison. <laughs> but then he, uh, then he was like, straight. the judge was like, okay, who's here for uh, traffic? It's like shift the gears. That guy's good. Dude, He'd make a pretty good CM, probably. He's been great CM. I was super impressed. I was like, look at this guy because that ability to uh, it's a weird segue, but that that ability to as we talked about it last time mm-hmm. to you know different hats. Be talking to an inspector mm-hmm. about one thing, then you're talking to a trade about another thing, then you're talking to your client about right. another thing, and you know you're three different people all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty much just one guy wearing oh. a bunch of different hats, and I'm saying the same thing. So I'm just trying. Not me, man. I'm no, like, I'm hi, kidding. how are you? Good to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you purchased here. Thank you for your time. Um, let's let's talk about being uh, being a little bit agile when you're a construction manager. What do you mean? So I know that I know that in residential construction, mm-hmm. 
you there's a couple of different types of guys. There's there's the guy that lines it up for the time that he's going to need to do it, and then he starts thinking about it when it's time. Um, and then there's the guy that gets all the you know a couple times a month, let's say he gets all of his information for every home sold or every start that's been planned, and he lays it out for the rest of its you know for the rest of the schedule all the way to the end. I've got some construction yeah. managers that use our electronic you know build pro schedules to tell them when it's time to like start thinking about the next phase or whatever. And then I've got another construction manager. I've got other construction managers. Some of them do this that have every dig date, every closing date, every pre, you know, pre-construction date, pre-drywall date, pre and they'll they'll hit those dates, man. One guy in particular is more meticulous with his schedule than I've ever seen. Really? And when you way better than I was at it. I had like a little hybrid between it. I like to get ahead with my schedule and plan those things, but I don't start the stuff too early so that I don't end up. So if I do have to shift things around later, it doesn't kill me. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you're working for a big company, when has the year's plan ever been the same plan at the beginning of the year that it was? Um, Never, ever. At the end of the year that it was at the beginning. It never happens like that. Like you have to be able to be agile. You have to plan to change what your plan was, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that a good way to put it? I think so. But at the same time, I mean, you do need to look ahead though. You need to say, where, you know, what are my goals here? I got to make sure I start now for my goals that are 12 months out or whatever. Um, You know, it's a contingency. Okay contingency plan you have to assume that what's coming is going to change right and mm. and the reason i'm saying this is because i had my year planned I, <laughs> it was I all know, good i know where you're going okay? with this. and <laughs> and and then you know some things change in our division or our region or our company in general and then it's time to shift what we were doing Add some more personnel and start taking the schedule that would have been three closings at one collection per month Mm -hmm. and make it five closings per month at that collection. Sure. And doing it by yourself at a, you know, you could build the exact same amount of houses per person by yourself and it would be a different environment than if you had five guys working on one project doing five times the work, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You run into things like, space on the job traffic number of subcontractors yeah. workload that they can handle some of them are mom and pop shops some of them are huge east coast organizations for us yeah so you've got like all these different factors but my point is expect the unexpected be able to be agile don't get mm-hmm. frustrated when it happens and you know i'm so blessed to have the guys that i have because these changes come down Wait, i bring it did to you them. say don't get frustrated yeah don't get frustrated with uh, me, I've got too much shit to do. I don't want to hear it. I've been doing this all wrong. <laughs> no, but you, you know my point, right? It's like, no, I get it. it, it, like, it, it I don't want to hear all the reasons why that you think this is a bad idea or you think that it won't work. Yeah. All I want to hear is a list of suggestions that you have on how we can make this happen. Sure. And the great part about it is when I bring a problem like that to my guys, I think we all have the same mentality. And, you know, I, I'd love to tell you that it's just me that – gives them that mentality and encourages it. I do and I and I try to, but they have it too, man, and they are solid, bro. So let's talk about that. So it sounds like you've you've fostered um you know just teamwork within your group. 
you know, how do you, how, how did that come about? How do you think that, how do you think that happened? I mean, is that something you actively worked towards or is that something that just happened organically? Yeah. You know, for starters, I was, you know, I, I came up in this group at a very young part of my career. Yeah. You guys were right? working together for a long time. I mean, a lot right? of, there's, there's four of us, there's three of us really that have been working together for, you know, 15 years and we haven't always worked in the same place, but we've, we know what to expect of each other, right? I got gotcha. you. Know, I've, yep. I've changed jobs. I've moved up some. I'm, I'm doing some different stuff now than I was. I'm not a construction manager anymore myself, but I manage construction managers. And some of those guys are working for me, but it's more like working with me. Sure. Um, and they get it, dude. And it's like, if you're the construction manager that gets it and, and thinks like, okay, that's the goal. This is what I think we need to get there. Here's what I think are going to be our hurdles. This one right here will almost certainly make us fail. We need to do something about that. Yep. Like that's the way you got to be. You can't, yeah, dude. You can't. You can't only make excuses, man. You can't be that excuse machine, man. You have to be the guy that figures out how to make it work. Um, excuse machines get fired, right? <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> Some of them stick around forever because there's a need for warm bodies that pump blood, mm. and it's like you know you can. You can be that guy. You can be that guy, and you probably have to move companies throughout time because eventually they'll get tired of it. But really what, if you want to be successful, you want to have a good life in this business, you want to make money, you have to have a good attitude about it. But here's the thing. Um, you know, it's, it's advice I always give construction managers, especially so because because it's, it's so applicable for, I mean, for, for whatever what, they're doing. Specifically, for like performance review or for like, we're talking about project review, well, right? I'm, when I'm, somebody's looking at your job regardless okay. it doesn't matter if so if it's a performance review with a with a trade partner or with a, a subordinate mm-hmm. or when you're being reviewed mm-hmm. it's Especially so then. critically important to make sure that you are prepared so and over prepared because here's the thing so it's funny i, I heard i was i was listening to a senior manager you just reminded day. me about a spreadsheet that i need before 9 a.m tomorrow morning oh sorry yeah no it's actually four of them. Um, <laughs> I had a uh, a senior manager was giving some advice to a junior guy. I happened to be present, and he told him um, it was pretty good. Uh, said, oh, oh, look, son, you can't drink all day if you don't start first thing in the well, morning. Well, no. So the uh, <laughs> 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 he said, uh, "Look, because uh, the the guy was complaining about one of his trade partners." Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, okay. And he agreed. He was like, okay, you know what? I agree with you. I think we need to bring him in. And he goes, but listen, when uh, you need to go out, you need to be prepared. You need to have dates, times, instances, communication between you and him. You need to be prepared. Because what I'm not going to do is sit in a meeting and listen to this trade partner tell us what a terrible job you're doing and you not be able to defend it or show examples of what they're great. doing. That's great. And I was sitting there. Advice. Well, and I looked at the guy because I had mentored this guy a while ago. And I said, hey, man, what's that called? And he looked at me and he goes, that's called uh, being more prepared than the person you're meeting with. And I was like, bingo. Right. So I was thrilled that he was able to. Um, it's awesome. And it's good to hear yeah. that he cares that that guy looks good. Yeah. we all look good together. If you we look all good look good I together. Look good, right. Dude, I can tell you, I, you know, I had, a, uh, I had a meeting years ago with an underperforming trade partner and um i had like 200 instances of things that weren't complete or that they were late i think i talked about this before Mm -hmm. um and you know the foreman that i was referencing wasn't even there um so and we were like 30 minutes into this meeting and i'm like here's all here's all my stuff and i said you know when you're 
Foreman just doesn't care. He's never on time. He's, he's not even here right now. He doesn't care. Then he comes walking through the door and he goes, oh, I'm really sorry I'm late. And he sat down and I just looked at him and was like, perfect. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. You know, I looked at the owner of the company and he goes, well, Damien, we're done here. We're going to take care of this immediately. And I never saw that dude again. Right. So I hate to. if you suck, you probably get fired. Yeah, man. Right. You know, because that owner was so embarrassed because I was so prepared. <clears throat> well, another thing that we talk about too is like what we were saying earlier, like, don't tell me about all of the reasons why you can't do something. Tell me all the ways that you think that you can be successful and be prepared yeah. for it. Um, you know, I, I've sat through a lot of reviews. I've done reviews. Mm-hmm. I've been reviewed on a number of different things. Um, not only do you have to be prepared, but you have to be truthful and you have to be presentable as well this is not yeah. a this is not a meeting standing in a mud puddle outside with your hard hat on this is a meeting in an office or a boardroom and most of the time it's official and it's the chance for your executive management in most residential construction mm-hmm. to take what they're seeing as far as numbers sure and talk about why those numbers are what they are in real life and how we're going to get to what goals they need to accomplish yeah and maybe that means that you're not doing you're not doing enough and maybe that means that you're you know you're what you're doing isn't quality yeah you know i mean there's lots of different factors if you're if your feedback from your customer is very low but you're producing lots of homes. Yeah. There's a couple of problems there that probably coincide. Like you're doing too much. You're not giving the scrutiny that you need to. And that's why you are where you are. Well, you know, depending on the size of the company you work for. So, um, you know, that reporting that goes up, you know, if you're using any kind of electronic scheduling software, you know, those reports that are generated. Mm-hmm. So if you're the product that you're producing doesn't match the software or your schedule. I mean, so bigger corporations, like the the actual template doesn't follow. I'm saying in real life. So if you're not upgrading, if you're not uh, maintaining that schedule electronically Mm -hmm. based on what's actually happening in the field, right? There can be huge variations. So you talked earlier about um, increasing productivity or being prepared for Mm -hmm. what can come. So when corporate or whatever, you know, higher ups, that you're working for, they go to that software program. They pull those reports. Right. They look at those metrics. They say, oh, well, we can we can increase productivity right. here because there isn't all that going on because it doesn't match what's in the field. Oh, you can that's either. A that's a big problem, man. And so they may start to project, oh, we're going to we're going to settle more houses or we're going to build more whatever widgets um, because you're not actually maintaining proper well, right. metrics. And like we talked about when we interviewed uh, Felix Vasquez, the best part about BuildPro, yeah. which is a widely used software is that it does have the ability to pay the subcontractors or the trade partners or whoever your own entities even um but if you don't i always say look having a paper schedule so that you can keep yourself feeling good and sleeping at night because that's the way oh you mean a second schedule i mean no i don't mean a second schedule i mean writing things down because that's the way you visualize your schedule correctly you know that you've laid it out like this a hundred years and now this company's got this new fancy software they want to use, <laughs> and you don't want to, con- you know, conform to it. It's that's fine. I don't think that that's a problem. But if you send that schedule that you wrote up 
to a subcontractor or a trade partner, that's that's a problem. Like you should make all you have to do is take your software and make it look like your paper schedule, sure. and then send it according to the plan. And that way, people get paid on time. Yep. Things are the timelines because, like you said, the reporting that comes out of Build Pro will nine times out of ten will notify different parts of your company's you know uh view let's say the company's view of what you're doing in real life and show you where you're at yeah. so they know at a glance without actually going into your schedule and making sure that you don't have late tasks that haven't been started or completed at this point or driving the job site well, yeah exactly or driving through the job site and finding out that it says that you're that you should be at rough roof and you just poured your foundation like yeah. if it doesn't coincide then that's a big problem and all you have to do is use what you're normally doing and make your your scheduling software look the same you just it does take an extra step i know that it's it's but you're making the extra step you don't have to use that paper you know what i mean yeah for sure you're making your job harder for yourself honestly so once you get your software where it should be you can throw that piece of paper away right although every now and then i I told you about a guy that had that condensed finished schedule Buying glass and it said in case of emergency break glass or something. I was like, you're crazy. It's like a 15 day finish in schedule. <laughs> yeah. And drywall, tape drywall, block drywall, say whatever, like do it all yeah. in one day. Yeah. You need 500 heaters. It has to be 600 degrees inside. <laughs> Dude, I had a meeting outside today. Not outside, in a house that's not insulated and specifically had a heater set up in there. Dude never turned it on. I was like, right. really, dude? I'm freezing. But that's just because What are some old. other things that. What are some other things that that you need to focus on while you're being reviewed? Because a review happens to every single... I mean, I don't think that there's a scenario where you don't meet with your boss's boss and explain what you're doing and be evaluated. Dude, I I will tell you that besides 100% knowing where your product is in the schedule is knowing where you're spending money. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Because... You know what? I mean, what's the mantra in construction, right? It's like it's on time, under budget, and quality. I guess I don't know. Quality's last, probably first. I should be first, anyway. <laughs> but you know, on time and under budget, man. That's that's all you hear. Yeah, on time, under budget, happy homeowner. Yeah, Those are so your keys. you know, it's you should definitely know where your schedule is. Yeah, and you should know where well, you're I'll spending de- money. I'll promise you that in my review tomorrow. There yep. will be a schedule that shows where the homes are. Yep. There will be a series of surveys that show the homeowners like are what, happy. Are happy. Yep. And you know, there's. Did you delete all the other ones? Well, <laughs> I mean, no. I don't have any bad ones. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that's a lie. And then, of course, there's there's going to be your costs are going to be looking through what you're spending and yeah, most dude. of that stuff is like overheads and extras repair costs. And yeah. Tr- you know, if you don't know how much money you're spending in trash, it's probably the guy that does your or my job. That's not communicating back to the CM that, I mean, th- but I always say that you should be asking me for that information too. Don't 100%. make me come and tell you about it. Wonder how much money you're spending. Don't just spend it and not care. Yeah, dude. You can't leave it up to somebody else. Dude, there's that. That's, that's about being prepared. Like you said, Though, There's right? a lot of that though, where guys just spend money because they don't they don't pay attention to it. Yeah, you know another thing I see from time to time is guys that spend money because they're like, well, the company told me I had to do this. Their fault costs money, and it's like that's not the way to be, man. This is no your way. company too. Yeah, dude, right. that's it. It's your company too. Mm-hmm. Everybody owns a piece of that. Right. You have to protect your own brand, and you you want 
you know, the next sale depends on the last sale, right? The last yeah. closing. If that person's happy, more people are going to be happy. You have to present that. And like you said, this is very much customer service on, on is like at the forefront of all the things that we do. You know, I feel like, you know, the way that you make a, a, a customer happy, whether it's, you know, an architect that you're working for or if it's a, a homeowner that's building this house or even a spec home that your boss has asked you to build, let's say, all of those things you have to be able to produce at a high level. Yeah, dude. And that's what keeps the customer service high is producing and also being transparent, explaining the process and not having surprises. Yeah, not making stuff up or lying. Right. Making stuff up and lying is frowned upon, I hear. Yes. That's a fastest. I've never been caught. That's the I mean, fastest I've never way. Lied. Yeah. <laughs> that's the fastest way to lose confidence from, yeah. a, from a client. No, I mean, so. that'll help you in your review because you want to leave out of there with everybody feeling like that guy knows what he's doing. Definitely. That guy's on top of things. You don't want to be Debbie Downer complaining about everything. And that's why you can't succeed. For sure. All right. So should we talk about the greatest uh, website ever created? Let's do it. That's buildertactics.com. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your hype man. Go I ahead. love it. I love it. So <clears throat> so we've got um, volume two of the manual. It's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Online training. It's going to launch in the next couple of weeks. Um, still looking for beta testers. I think I put that out there on, I don't know where I put that out there. Looking for beta testers. Oh, oh, dude, did you see the email? I had, I sent an email out to all of our subscribers. Did you? Yeah. Did you send it to me? Are you a subscriber? Probably. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. a subscriber, but I don't remember seeing an email. Did you, did you go to the website and subscribe? Yeah. You should have gotten it. I sent two. Same email twice. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure you got this, here's another one. But I sent out like a newsletter, like what to expect in 2020. You didn't get it? That's awesome. Now I'm wondering if I subscribe. God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm I a terrible partner. I sent out like, I sent out I like really a week am. ago. I mean, you know. Listen, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hold that against. I'm not you. interested in impressing <laughs> you. But. Well, here's the thing that we always said we're not going to spam anybody, yeah. dude. One email a year, not spamming people. Yeah. Promises made, promises kept. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he says that now, folks. You know there are more emails coming. Oh, I've already written them. They're coming <laughs> anyway. So, but the good news is, so um, manual coming out, online training coming out. We have a ton of guests lined up for 2020 which is awesome great um okay so we do we have a ton of guests that are going to come on um in the next couple of months live event coming up i already got i already got a couple of uh submissions for best and worst really yeah dude yeah so one of the pictures i looked at i had no idea what it was i'm like what is what is this and i reached out to the guy and i said Disqualified. I don't even know what I'm looking at. <laughs> and then he replied and explained it to me, and I was like, "Oh, oh it's, my, it's my first day that's on the good. job. Got it. <laughs> Got it." So maybe if you if you send us a construction fail or something you're super proud of, first of all, a super close up zoomed in picture not gonna work. You need to back that. You need to back that sucker up a little bit. Oh, here's a tidbit too. Also, clean off the lens of your phone camera. Before Please you send it. Please. I see a lot of butterfinger looking pictures from construction. Yeah, is dude. that a thing? 
Is that like a is that like a problem like buttered popcorn right on your phone and then a picture? <laughs> I can't be working. Um, but a- anyway, so if you do submit a picture for the contest, we got to have uh, a description. Just real quick, just tell us what it is. Um, Jason and I are pretty sharp, but sometimes we're like, "What?" So anyway, right. like I saw a guy that built this a uh, beautifully framed wall <laughs> with windows right next to a brick wall. I'm not sure why I put the windows in there. Not sure how he's going to get them in or how he's going to open them, but whatever. So just an interesting picture. Anyway, so we got that coming up. Uh, what else we got coming up? Check us out on um, YouTube, Instagram. Oh, let me tell you something. You know, we got trolled. Did I tell you that? No. Dude, the internet trolls are real. <laughs> I thought they were like unicorns. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, normally they only go after people that have interesting things that are they're putting out. So, uh, on Instagram, our, I don't know what to call it, our handle or name, whatever, it's con underscore man underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Because who the hell, you know, construction manager pipe's too long. So I shortened it. Well, um, our brother said that he feels like we really missed the mark by not calling this the con man podcast. I, man, I was going to, but I was like, con man podcast? I don't, you know. Criminals be looking for us. I know that's true. Yeah, dude. It still would have been pretty. Good. I mean, I thought, that's a good play on words. I thought it would be so. But, anyway, but well, here's so what happens. Man so, podcast is your so someone someone says, uh, "Wow, I was so excited about the construction management podcast, uh, a podcast on construction management." Until I realized you weren't inclusive. It's all in a name! Exclamation mark. Con man podcast. I felt like saying, <laughs> "Hey, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> man is short for management, but oh, you just meant that it was gender specific. Yeah, because it was gender specific because we were only including men. Say? Before I did could you get, did you get sucked in? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I was. You typed it up, though, didn't you? I typed it up, and then yeah, I deleted did. it. I deleted it. I was so pissed. I was like, really? Yeah. So, but I typed it up, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm bigger than this. I'm better. I'm better than you, troll. So, it's, yeah, here you are talking about it. So I technically, know. it worked. It was bothered me. It's probably the same person that gave us a one with no comment. That son of a bitch! You think it was? <laughs> Did you tell where? Can you tell where he is? Let's go get him. No, I wish. <laughs> I wish my anger management problems would come out. Anyway, so so if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's con underscore man because we're super uh, inclusive or non inclusive, whatever underscore podcast it's short for managers it's it's short for managers for management Man. construction manager podcast in case you can put that together anyway our <laughs> listeners are super smart they can put that together um we've got a youtube channel you can check that out um it's gonna be a ton more video coming up a ton um this is like probably two and a half minutes of us just listing off things that are happening i'll edit it <laughs> <laughs> you'll see you'll see you'll see when i edit it <laughs> anyway i'm just looking forward to the volume control i think it's going to be fantastic i know you can do it buddy no i figured out how to do it oh, like the last one i believe you. the last one was perfect mm-hmm. it wasn't like bah, 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 and then i was talking really low <laughs> so anyway check us out on all our social media uh outlets there's it's only one <laughs> right instagram or and facebook i guess uh check out the website uh, buildertactics.com register i'll spam your email i'll fill your email box up with emails you won't i won't i, I don't have time <laughs> all right check us out peace, peace.